You're listening to episode number one of the Unraveled Mama podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Moreland. Hey, Mama. You and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us, leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Hey, mamas, welcome back to the Unraveled Mama podcast. In the last episode, I introduced the podcast to you. So it only seems fitting that in this episode, I kind of share with you the backstory. How did I end up running and owning a successful health and weight loss business for busy mamas on the go? And one of the big takeaways that I want you to carry with you from this episode is the idea that your breakdown does not have to be your ending point, it can be your breakthrough point. You see, six years ago, I learned an important lesson. Before the breakthrough comes the breakdown. I wanna tell you about my breakdown, my lowest moment, but in order to understand the breakdown, I need to give you a little backstory. You see, I've been an athlete my whole life. I was a two-sport college athlete. I played volleyball and softball at Grand Canyon University in Arizona, and I have always loved to work out and compete. You guys, for as long as I can remember, I have had a ball in my hand or I have played on multiple teams, multiple seasons at one time. I loved being an athlete. And while I was in college, I met and married a very handsome man by the name of Austin, and he became a fireman. And so when we decided to get married and start this family, I was a high school English teacher at an inner city high school, and he was a fireman, and he was often gone for 24 to 48 hours at a time, which meant I was home alone a lot. <laughs> Three years after my last college game, I became a mama for the very first time to a little girl who is, oh, she is just sunlight, you guys. She is incredible. And oh my gosh, we'll, we'll get into that in many, many episodes because I have lots of stories um, around my oldest daughter, whose name is Kylie, and you'll get to meet all of my kids as we go along. But when I became pregnant with her, I gained 65 pounds during that pregnancy. Nine months after baby number one, I became pregnant again with baby number two, and I was still carrying 30 pounds from my first pregnancy. With my second, I surpassed the 200 mark for the second time in two years. My son's first three years, you guys, were hospital-ridden and medically expensive. I was 
so overwhelmed and so scared and fearful of being able to keep this little man alive because he had a lot of medical issues. It was so overwhelming. I don't remember a whole lot of the first three years of his life. It was that traumatizing. And through that trauma, I found myself eating my fear and despair almost daily. Can anybody relate to that? You get overwhelmed, you get stressed out, you get you know, anxious and you just turn to food. And I'll be really honest with you, that's not always my go-to. It depends on what the stress is. Sometimes when I'm stressed out, I lose my appetite completely. That typically has to do with performance anxiety versus emotional heartstrings anxiety. When it's emotional for me, like heartstrings for me, I turn deep into the food. So the pregnancy weight never came off. With baby number three, I surpassed the 200 mark yet again and was now struggling with postpartum depression. She had a few of the medical issues that my son had, and I could just feel myself spiraling in all of these emotions all over again. So let's fast forward to the breakdown. You guys, I remember my breakdown so clearly that I can feel the emotional vibrations in my body as I speak these words. Like I can feel the knot in my sternum traveling up to my throat, wrapping around the back of my head and covering my eyeballs. You guys, trauma and stress and worry and anxiety has a visceral effect on us. We can feel it, right? We can feel it. I was a mama of three. My littlest was barely six months old. My husband had just returned from our four-year-old soccer practice. It was roughly around dinner time, and I had had a very hard day, and he could clearly see that on my face. I must have looked like Medusa with my robe on because I'm sure I had not even brushed my teeth or my hair or changed for the day. The thoughts that were swarming my head were, oh my gosh, your husband goes to work tomorrow. You're going to be all alone with all these three kids, again, by yourself, who cry, poop, ask for snacks all day long and want to be entertained constantly. It'll be another 24 to 48 hours before another adult is in my world and I could feel the panic taking over me. I looked at my husband and I was like, hey, I'm going to go take a bath. I need a minute for myself. And you should have seen the look on his poor face. <laughs> you could tell he was not going to say no or even ask if I was okay because he knew there was a storm brewing and didn't want to be the reason for mass destruction, right? He knew one slip up or one side eye was going to make me completely come unglued. I was desperate for a little me time. So I go into the bathroom, I start the tub, I put my favorite bubble bath in there and I was sitting in the tub and I was sitting in the water and it was about halfway full, right? So I could see it creeping up my legs and I looked down at my body and a knot in my throat began to grow and pulsate. And it felt like shreds of glass moving up my neck. The pressure moved from my throat into my eyes and my eyes started to burn and to vibrate. I was freaking out inside. The walls were completely crashing down on me, you guys. 
the I'm good, I'm fine, I'm okay lies that I'd been telling myself, I literally could no longer keep inside. The eruption of thoughts and emotions were exploding internally. I began asking myself these rapid fire questions, you guys. Whose freaking body is this? Do you even know what you're doing? Whose legs are those? Those are not my legs. How in the hell do you have three kids? <laughs> you guys, I'm not going to lie. Every now and then I look at them and I'm like, am I old enough to have three kids? Whose children are these and how am I responsible for them? Side note, right? What do you know about being a mom? Where did that waste come from? This does not look like your waist. What happened to your skin? Who is this person? This is not my body. Where in the world is Krista and where did she go? You guys, I was panicking. I felt completely disconnected from the person that I was looking down at. I thought to myself, where is that strong, confident, bold, two-sport college athlete that I know, that I love, and that I respect? Where is she? Where did she go? Because what I'm looking at right now and what I'm thinking and feeling inside is a far, far-fetched version of that person. I thought to myself, the only thing this body in this tub does is change diapers, clean up sippy cups, give baths, and watch Mickey Mouse all day long. I was angry, frustrated, trapped, insecure, scared, and at this point, sobbing. And I mean like ugly cry sobbing, like when you can't speak and you're drooling on yourself and you're crying and I was naked in a bathtub. It was I can only imagine from the outside looking in a very disastrous situation. It was also quite possibly the most vulnerable I have ever been in my entire life. I had completely and totally lost myself in becoming a mom. And mama, let me tell you, there is a lot of shame and guilt in eating, even saying that out loud. I feel like all the mommy eyes are on me thinking, what? what? How can you dislike those stripes? How can you have shame? Do you know what your body did? You need to love your body. Of course, it's a new version of you. You house three babies, but you should love that body. You know what I'm talking about. The earned mommy stripes that we are all supposed to wear with pride and love that body that housed these three little humans. We should own it and rock it and be proud of it. Well, let me be frank. I felt none of those things at the time about the mother of all body transformations I had received from housing and birthing these three little humans. Now, don't get me wrong, you guys. I love my three humans. I do. But I don't love what it did to my body. I'm just being honest. I didn't know how to love it at the time, and I couldn't identify with this new me. It was foreign to me, and the shame and the guilt kept me quiet about it. I didn't want anybody to know I was embarrassed that I didn't love what I had become in becoming a mom, which kept me in turmoil. Then I felt guilty and resentful for feeling the way that I did. I was really uncomfortable and really unhappy. So... <laughs> 
Of course, I called for backup, right? I hollered to my husband, uh, can you come see me, please? And he walked in and saw me crying in the tub, and he had the look on his face like, what tornado did I just run into? And as I was blubbering and crying, I said, I don't know who I am. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck and I need help. I can't stay here in this space anymore. And we call it his Elvis look. It's, it's this like, I'm not exactly what to do. And the corner of his lip goes up and he stared at me with this blank face. And he said, whatever you need, let's do it. Let's get it. Let's buy it. Let's take you there. Let's make it happen because I want you to feel better. And you guys, that was the beginning of my breakthrough. So I was like, okay, let's go. Let's take action. He gave me, he gave me the go to do something about my situation. So what did I do? I did what all athletes do. <laughs> and I joined a CrossFit gym, right? And it felt good, but not great because I had too much weight on my frame to do the workouts that I wanted to do. I had lost a little weight after the six months that I had joined my CrossFit gym. It was a great start. I knew then that I had to get my nutrition on point in order to get to where I wanted to go. No longer could I outdo what I was eating and doing in the kitchen in the gym. And let me tell you guys, when I go to the gym, I go to the gym to handle it. When I was a CrossFitter, I would walk into the CrossFit gym and be like, okay, I'm going to beat that guy, that guy maybe not that guy. I'm definitely going to beat that lady because I am a competitor to my core. So I went in there and I worked hard and I was still very far from my weight loss goals. So I knew then that I had to get my nutrition on point in order to get to where I wanted to go. So I hired a macro coach and two months into hiring my own macro coach and tracking my macros changed my life forever. I knew there was no going back. I knew too much to live the food life I once lived. I've been tracking and coaching for six years and each year, mama, it gets better and better. I learn more and more about what my body likes and dislikes and I am in love with the process. And mama, that is so important. Listen, if we want anything to become a part of who we are, we have to love the process of it, right? You see, I meet most of my clients at their breakdown. My clients come to me because they are in a spot in their lives that has caused them to hit rock bottom when it comes to their health and weight loss journey. These mamas feel just like I did, broken and incapable of committing to the promises that they made to themselves constantly breaking that trust by putting others' needs in front of their own. I see it. I watch it. I've done it. And there's something so powerful when a mama says, I'm important. I need to be taken care of, and I'm making myself a priority. They were used to taking a back seat and sacrificing for the greater good of the home and neglecting what gave them that fierce mommy energy. And as I learned how to step into that fierce mommy energy, I created a process to allow and to help other mamas step into that energy as well. These mamas know that something has to change just like I did. They know that if they show up for themselves, they can show up so much better for others. It's really the idea of putting the oxygen mask on yourselves first so you can help everyone else around you. 
The weight they are carrying physically and mentally is too much to bear any longer, and they are ready to dump it for good. And because I've been through the same exact journey and I've done and made the same mistakes and I have done and found a process that is tried and true and that works for mamas who are busy and on the go, I am able to be there for my clients because I've been there. And if I can do it, so can you. Mama, I want you to see that that breakdown helped me break through to live the life that I wanted. I was able to love myself as much as I loved my kids. I found food freedom and healthy boundaries. I was strong again, not just physically strong, but mentally strong as well. And I want that for you too. And that is why I created my health and wellness business. And it's also why I'm here on this podcast as we go over the next, I hope, a million episodes in this podcast, I'm going to come to the table and show you these tried and true practices, right? These limiting beliefs that that I've busted through and that these incredible women who have gone on these incredible journeys have done so as well. And I'm also going to bring some really powerful speakers who are going to speak into your life and help you find your way that much faster and that much better. If you're ready to break through your breakdown, I hope that you will join me here every single week so that you can step into who you really are in your health and wellness journey. I cannot wait to lead the way and to show you all the things that I have learned over the last six years. Mama, let's get unraveled and step into our truest, most genuine self. Until next time. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, Mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.